Hello and welcome to the Letters to My Daughters devotional podcast. I'm Reverend Camille Henderson Edwards, Director of Economic Health and Gender Justice here at the General Board of Church and Society of the United Methodist Church. And this is your weekly guide to developing a spiritual practice at the intersection of faith and advocacy. Let's get started. And so here we are, module five, uh, where we have entitled this last module, I Leave You Stories Untold. Uh, And so as I shared in last week's episode uh, that I entitled uh, this, I Leave You Stories Untold, because um, I have observed over the course of this program that it is really the storytelling stories uh, that has come to the forefront and just been highlighted for me. You know, you know all along that stories hold power, um, but I really uh, begin to realize, and it came up multiple times, uh, that part of our advocacy and part of our work is being able to curate spaces for women, girls, and femmes to te- tell of their experiences and to share their stories. Um, and in doing so, we are. Uh, hopefully doing a number of things, right? Storytelling can be healing. Um, Storytelling can be revealing um, for the person who is telling the story and also for the person who is listening to the story. Um, But it is just a major takeaway that I am taking with me and hopefully that you all are taking with you uh, that part of our work beyond this program is to certainly continue to create uh, spaces for women, girls, and femmes to tell their stories. And so, We are continuing in the conversation uh, that we started last week, wherein I am joined with my colleague, Amy Hong, where we are hearing of her story uh, and sharing our reflections. We are also in this season of Advent, and so we are framing our conversation around our uh, reflections of Advent as well. And so without further ado, won't you check out this continued conversation that I am having with Amy? You know, For this second Sunday in Advent, we traditionally focus on peace. And so the question is, is there peace to be found across even the landscape that you have just brought up in terms of expecting mothers, expecting mothers who are navigating places of political unrest? I'm hesitant because of some of the things that I've been, you know, reading and hearing about families, you know, gathering together to survive, but also to die together. Mm. Um, I, you know, I, the natural place to go when you think about, you know, um peace, right? Because peace is supposed to be kind of the absence of turmoil, right? And trauma and all of that and conflict. But yeah, can I guess I'm really struggling, you know, because when there is 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 birth. There is joy and there is hope um, for this child, Mm -hmm. for 
what this child will bring to this world, um, how this child will fill the world with laughter, right? And, and joy and peace. Mm-hmm. Um, but from the parent side of it, it's a question of how can I protect this being so that they're able to do X, Y, and Z? Mm. You know, in the midst of war, like, is there peace? You know, I think there's something to be said about the example that you just gave. Not what stood out to me when you were talking was the fact that as this child is having this this experience, right? There is a parent uh, that is working on that child's behalf to ensure, right, that they are able to experience peace and not equating uh, the people of Gaza with with children, more so that being able to attain peace Mm -hmm. uh, is a collective effort. Yeah. And that just, you know, like I, that, I think that's what, what stands out to me in hearing you talk of, of the fact that, right. Peace is, is something, yes, that you can, um, uh, that you can create within your right practicing peace and having that thing internally for yourself and then there's also this element of peace that requires the people around you right yeah. to actively work towards it yeah 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 and i definitely you know blessed are the peacemakers right i think that that also is a call for us in this present moment that right that piece mm-hmm. is an effort of the collective yeah 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 i think that's something especially for us to when we you know using this time of advent to reflect and think on that yeah that yeah. we have i was i was actually listening to npr today um and can't recall the person that was speaking, but the person said, when there is hurt and trauma amongst like one community of people, even though it's happening within that one community, it is being manifested in everyone. Yeah. In some way or some form. And I think, you know, that can also speak, be true to peace as well, right? That if there's healing, hopefully that will also manifest itself in positive ways yeah. in other places. Yeah. Yeah. Ashe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Again, I am grateful for the uh, witness, the storytelling, the reflection of Amy. Uh, before you go, let us light our second virtual candle within our Advent wreath. Uh, Would you hear uh, these words of candle lighting liturgy as written by the discipleship ministries of the United Methodist Church? In days when God's people longed for peace, Isaiah declared, Comfort, O comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem 
and cry to her that she has served her term, that her penalty is paid, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. We who gather today also seek comfort and peace, yet we are unsatisfied with ideas of peace that tell us to keep quiet and go with the flow. We long for real peace, for true peace, for just peace. We wait as people who yearn for peace that bears the fruit of community, equity, and flourishing for all. And we light these virtual candles as signs of God's shocking hope and just peace. May they be beacons calling us to repent and to live the good news of Jesus Christ as we wait and watch and labor for the day when we all can gather together to worship and glorify God. Amen. You all, thanks so much for taking the time out for this weekly devotion of Letters to My Daughters. As always, please feel free to reach out to me with any uh, questions or reflections of the study that you may have. I can be reached via email at chedwards, that's C-H-E-D-W-A-R-D-S at umcjustice.org. Until next time, go in grace, go in peace.